Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. And if you're new, thank you so much for joining us. We're talking about love. My name is Michelle, and I'm here with... Audrey. (laughs) (laughs) Audrey here with us? (laughs) Yes, I am. Okay. So we are both here. We're going to be diving agape love we're talking about that unconditional that pure that willful that sacrificial love that god shows that's the kind of love we're going to be looking at and um stay of this week as well right so we are on day eight and what scripture are we always lose my place we're looking at Luke 10, 25 to 37. Oh, okay. This is talking about the parable of the Good Samaritan? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Well, I will read through it real quickly. Okay. So we're doing... Thirty-seven. I do have the Passion Translation. Do you think I should read that version? Yeah. Okay. Oh yes, we're talking about love. Let's go passionately. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So it says from verse twenty-five. It says, "Just a religious scholar stood before Jesus in order to test his doctrines. He posed this question: Teacher, what must I um, fulfill if I want to live forever in heaven?" And Jesus replied, "What does Moses teach us? What do you?" Need? read in the law the religious it states you must love the lord god with all of your heart all your passion all your energy and your every thought and you must love your well as you love yourself jesus said that is correct now go and do exactly that and you will live wanting to justify himself, he questioned further he questioned jesus further saying what do you mean by my neighbor replied listen and I will tell you there was once a Jewish man traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho when bandits robbed along the way they beat him severely stripped him naked and left him half dead priest walking down the same road came upon the wounded man seeing him from a distance the priest crossed to the other side of the road walked right past him not turning to help him one bit later a Levite came walking down the same road and likewise crossed to the other side of the wounded man without stopping to help him. Finally, another man, a Samaritan, came upon the bleeding man and moved with tender compassion for him. <sighs> he stooped down and first aid, pouring olive oil on his wounds, disinfecting them with wine and bath them to stop the bleeding. Lifting him up, he placed him on his own donkey and brought him to an inn. Then he took him from his donkey and carried him to a room for the night. The next morning, he owned money from his wallet and gave the keeper with these words, take care of back from my journey. Plus more than this. <laughs> I pay you when I return. So now tell me, which one of these three men who saw the wounded man proved to be the true neighbor? The religious scholar responded, the one who demonstrated 
kindness and mercy. Jesus said, you must go and do the same as he. Mm. <laughs> wow. There is so much that I can I I can say from this story. Um I take I can take Jesus as the as the good Samaritan. And I can just take the two the, the white and the Jewish priest as man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because man will and they will see you wounded, they will see you hurt, they will see you broken down. And they'll just do everything. They'll cross on the other side. They'll do everything to avoid having to even come in contact with you. Hmm. Hmm. But Jesus, on the other hand, he will not only come and he will clean you up, lift you up, he will carry you. And he will make sure that you are comfortable. And not only did he pay a price for us, just like this, it's already paid. We can always say it's already paid, right? Yes, indeed. This story is just so powerful. But it's also an example, it's also we are to love those around us. Such an example of how we are to, to convey this kind of love. I mean, how many of how many of us can say that we would do all of these things? Mm. I'll tell you, I'll tell you truthfully. The person be like, oh, that's a homeless person. I'm being honest and transparent. Oh, that's a homeless person. I don't know where that man came from. I don't know where that woman came from. I'm not. I don't know what they have. I'm just saying all the things that people say, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, when you break this story do- um, down in bits and pieces, it really shows even shortcomings among religious lead- leaders. Let me put it that yeah. way. And I'm not talking about the leaders in essence of position, but let mm-hmm. me say in the kingdom of God, Yes. how we can tend to behave. You yep. know, the good Samaritan, the Samaritan, let me, let me let me say this. The Samaritan is actually an outcast. He's, an, he's a half-breed. The Jews have nothing to do with Samaritans. Mm-hmm. They're being looked down upon. And um, let me show this. The priests, which, you know, the order of the priesthood, in those mm-hmm. days, you walk in your robe and you, everybody just scoot out the way, you know, you're like this dignitary and they serve God, right? But one of the laws that, um, the Jewish laws was, to be honest, you can't touch anything unclean. So this priest mm-hmm. was on his way to the temple. So mm-hmm. he's going to observe the rituals and mm-hmm. not touch this person even though the person is in need right because he's on a mission for god 
okay? <laughs> the Levite is an assistant to the priest, okay? And he does the very same thing. He doesn't carry the same duty, duties. His uh -huh. duties is to take care of what's in the temple, but yeah. he serves also the priest, right? Mm -hmm. Follow. No, he does the same thing the priest did. Cross over and keep it going because he's on a mission, right? While this man is laying in the street, half dead, because that's what the word says, right? He's half dead, mm -hmm. right? Stripped of everything, maybe stripped of his ID, looking battered, bruised, right? But... Nobody cares because I'm on a mission. I'm mm -hmm. going to get what I need to get done. So I'm very much like tunnel vision, you know? Mm. I'm going to keep it going because I have somewhere to go. I have to please the Lord. What? Right? You said they're going to go and serve God. So you're mm -hmm. going to serve God, but that, my sister always near to the altar but still far from God so you know mm -hmm. of God but you do not know God because God said if you know if you know me then you know love I am love they mm -hmm. have no exemplifying no kind of love no kind of compassion it's no. all ritual, ritualistic and unfortunately a, a lot is true for today because yeah and as you mentioned about compassion Compassion is actually being moved with love and pity. Mm -hmm. And I think most times we're not, I don't think we really understand the depth of love. And I pray that by the time this series closes, I'm going to say, I hope and pray that God works on me first. You know, yes, me teach me how to love the unlovable because this man was unlovable and in need of love. But mm. I was on a mission and I had to get mm. my mission done, right? Mm. So they kept on going. But here comes an outcast. An outcast. Mm. And he decided, you know what? This man needs help. So because he was moved with compassion, he bandaged his wounds. He poured olive oil, Michelle, and wine. Mm. Now, mm. those are expensive commodities. Yes. Right? In those days, and I'm yes. going to tell you why I think this man was even maybe on his way to go and sell these products. Because he has them at his disposal enough so that he could use on this yes. stranger, this battered stranger, right? Mm -hmm. And even though he's Jewish, he was overlooked by his own peers. He's, you know, and an mm. outsider. And many mm -hmm. of us, even with our families, mm. we neglect our families and we will go to the next door neighbor. And I'm not saying we shouldn't, but how can we step over our families that need help and reach out to others? Are we looking for, what is our motive? Let me put it that way. What is our motive? Yeah. What is our motive? And we mm. got to check our motives, right? So here it is. This man not only bandages wounds and pour oil, olive oil and wine on him, but mm. he put him on his donkey, which is his transport. 
he didn't say you know what my Benz I just washed it clean it and it's a 2024 and guess what I can't put this man in here because he's messy he's gonna mess up my stuff no he put him on his donkey so therefore he had to walk mm. so he made him comfortable and he decided to walk mm -mm -mm. and he took him to the inn right and he mm. cared for him the bible said he cared for him and the next day when he had to leave he left money with the innkeeper and tell him to take care of this battered stranger but this is the part that i love this is what he said to the the the, the hotel mm -hmm. manager so to speak when he left his credit card information he said whatever you spend I'll repay whatever you spend. Mm -hmm. He didn't say the injured it man would more. pay. No, he said if it costs more, I'll pay. This is I'll the thing. He didn't, he didn't have to come back. But and he said he didn't have to come back. He said, but when I come back, I'll pay. If it costs more, I'll pay more when I come back. That means he exactly. But but he didn't expect the man, the injured man, to pay anything. He didn't mm. say to him. Okay, I'm leaving this with you. If it costs more, let him pay you. He didn't. He assumed the entire responsibility for this stay. It's like, it's on me, right? And when he did that, he said, you know what? Love, this is showing love without having expectations of repayment from an individual he was not expecting to come and see the man at the inn where he could say you know brother here's a bill you owe me 350 dollars no instead he would finish by going to that place and say how much more do i owe you for that person and i thought about it and i said wow you <laughs> expected nothing from the stranger you didn't expect to see the stranger when you come back he didn't mm. say to the, the hotel manager you know what let this man pay the difference because i have done enough or <laughs> mm, let me see make sure that man leave all my money take his information so when i come back i'll write him whatever i have to do to get my money no he didn't expect anything of this stranger he just did what he had to do for someone who didn't care about his nationality didn't care about his people who would have nothing to do with his kind nothing mm -mm. he didn't he didn't care he was there to serve him and jesus asked the question who showed love who showed love in spite of who he was what he did how he came there that man the samaritan showed love to a total stranger who did not like them he could have said oh look at you hmm. got, you got what you deserve uh-huh yeah mm -hmm. and kept it going no he didn't he <laughs> went over and above to take care of someone who would probably see him and the next day and don't even talk to him and i love this because it shows the agape the unconditional the pure sacrificial mm. love 
that God even shows us through his son, Jesus, you know, yes. it, it, it's a committed love that even when I mess up, he will still be there for me. That's right. You know, it is so anchored down in love. It's love. And I love this love that Jesus shows us. I really do. And this is a perfect story. Because you know what? He didn't have to come into the earth to suffer for us. But he did. In spite yes, of did. what I do, in spite, in spite of what I say, he still loves me. He will not love me anymore or love me any less. And that's the beauty about the love of God. Hmm. And I know we were talking about this as well, that it, that's God's no matter what you do. We, 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 um, we take in failures. God does mm-hmm. not. God mm-hmm. does not take inventory of our failure. Our mistakes, whatever he does not, he looks past them and he sees who we could be, who we who he sees us to be. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, you see all your failures, but I see clean and, and just shining. That doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He has all of that. And I know we were talking about um, our other scripture reference, which is Mark 16 and 7. Because when Jesus was being taken to be crucified, mm-hmm. you know, he would deny me three times. And he said, no, Lord, I will not. Mm-hmm. But he in fact did. And Peter probably thought to himself, I failed miserably. I did exactly what Jesus said I would do. He's going to want nothing to do with me. But when Jesus rose, that too, we were talking about Mark 16 and 7, where Jesus said, mm-hmm. but go your way till Oh, it, no, the um, this wasn't Jesus. Who was um, this? Was right? I think it was. Yes, because it That's says, but "Go your way." Mm-hmm. The angels, yeah. but go your way. Tell his disciples. Mm-hmm. And, and Peter. Yeah. But it, the 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 verse chose specific point out Peter. Go your way. Tell the disciple. Tell his disciple, Peter, that mm-hmm. he go before you to Galilee. There, you see him as he said unto you. Sitting and saying, "Look, sure you tell Peter too. Even mm-hmm. Peter feels like he is forsaken, that he is he has failed. He is still. Mm-hmm. He's still on the mind of Jesus." my god mm-hmm. even though you have messed up mm-hmm. even though you have messed up and messed up big time because scholars have it to say that peter even cursed curse words at the people right mm-hmm. when he denied christ and in spite of all of that because god knew how peter felt in his heart and he said, you know, tell my disciples. And those disciples, at least Peter was there. They already had run away from home. 
You know, so it's not like they were there and stayed and they didn't deny Christ. Oh, no. Peter was brave enough to stay on the scene. He wanted a 411. The others had already left, you know. Mm -hmm. So when he said, go, tell my disciples and Peter. So everybody was added messed up, but Peter went a little bit beyond the mess. He went messier. <laughs> mm -hmm. but you know when you think about it and just the love the love that God shows us even when we're deep in mess you know he doesn't turn his back that's why he's saying come on to me he's always calling to us you know you gave the story about Hosea in on two days ago and that yeah. was the whole premise for the story because what he was saying I have amazing love for my people. Come. It doesn't matter how much you have gone into sin. Come. I'm, you know, his arms are wide open. This takes us back to the story of um, the prodigal's son. You know, mm -hmm. the dad was waiting for him to just come to his senses and come back home. And we don't know who today is listening. And you may have gone and think you have gone so far away from God. But if you're hearing us, the love of God, the love of Jesus is pulling you right now. And he's saying, just come, come with the burdens, come with all the baggages, whatever it's, it is, just come to him. You know, I'm sure you're tired of running. You are tired. You're tired. Just run to him one last time. Just run into his arms and know he loves you. He's faithful and just to forgive you of all your sins. That's why Jesus went to the cross for our sins. And whatever our sin may be, you know, sometimes we tend to categorize sin. Right, Michelle? Big sins and yes, sins, sins and medium-sized yeah. sins. No, sin is just sin. Sin, sin I don't care what's, whatever it is. You know, sin is just sin before God. And when we come with our sinful baggages and drop them at the feet of Jesus and say, I surrender everything in me to you. That's all he's looking for. That's what his love is. Agape His unconditional love is all about running to him. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, yeah, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I love Father, this. we thank you. Thank you, Abba, for those that are running into you right now. We yes. say, Lord, hasten their steps. Take the scales from their eyes, oh God, mm -hmm. and let them surrender completely to you, Father. Help them to trust you once again, especially those who have tasted and have seen you before and have walked away because of life and the issues mm -hmm. of life. Father, we pray right now that you pull them by your spirit to Jesus. Holy Spirit, in their sleep, in their walk, in their talk, just do a new work in their hearts so they'll come to fall in love with Jesus all over again. And Lord, we thank you for what you have done for us and what you'll continue to do in our lives. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. Yes, Lord. And we say in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Audience, thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. This was 
this has been so good taking a look at God's love, um, which we should always, always, I mean, daily be taking stock of because he truly loves us. And uh, we're going to continue this. We've got one more day to um, a love and we're going to that and also give you a link to the word. So we'll see you next two days time. Be blessed, everyone. Shalom.